Restrictive lung disease. Restrictive lung disease is a chronic respiratory disorder that causes a decrease in both lung volume and lung capacity due to specific reasons. So basically, the lungs are restricted from fully expanding. Epidemiology. The prevalence of the intrinsic lung diseases in the United States is 3 to 6 per 100,000 persons. It is more prevalent in the elderly. Men have a higher risk of developing the disease because of their higher exposure to occupational chemicals and irritants. Types. You have intrinsic types and extrinsic types. So, the intrinsic lung disease involves the parenchyma and interstitium, and it can result in a pattern of either interstitial lung disease or pneumonitis. The interstitial lung disease pattern appears with inflammation, scarring, and or swelling of the lung's tissue. The hallmark is reduced compliance. Pneumonitis, filling the alveoli with exudate and pus. Any damage and destruction of the alveoli will result in a VQ mismatch and hypoxia. Extrinsic lung diseases or extraparenchymal. These are diseases that affect components of the respiratory pump. So it could be the chest wall, the pleura, the respiratory muscles, and they result in lung restriction, impaired ventilatory function, or respiratory failure. Causes. Restrictive lung diseases can be caused by extrapulmonary defects or interstitial defects. Extrapulmonary defects are divided into two categories, those that are neuromuscular, like myasthenia gravis, Guillain-Barre, and poliomyelitis ALS, or chest wall defects, like kyphosis and obesity. The interstitial defects can be divided into three. ARDS, NRDS, pneumoconiosis, silicosis, asbestosis, coal miners, pneumoconiosis, berylliosis, and the third, idiopathic, like sarcoidosis, idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, good pastures disease, Wegner's granulomatosis, and chronic eosinophilic pneumonia. Characteristics of restrictive lung diseases. Lung tissue loss, especially in interstitial lung disease, and the fibrotic scarring is irreversible. Reduction in the expandable capacity of the lung. Physical limitation restricting the lung's area of expansion, aka decreased compliance, resulting in hypoventilation and a VQ mismatch and hypoxia. Decrease in the lung's ability to transfer gases in and out of the blood. Pathophysiology. An imbalance between the inward and outward elastic recoil can cause restrictive lung disease. Intrinsic lung disease. Lung volume is decreased due to excessive increase in the lung's elastic recoil compared with the chest wall elastic recoil. Pleural and thoracic cage disorders. A total decrease in the lung's compliance, leading to reduction in total lung volume. Atelectasis can occur and it can cause a VQ mismatch and hypoxemia. Neuromuscular disorders affect the vital respiratory pump components. Obesity causes a physical limitation to the lung affecting its compliance. Pathogenesis and morphology of idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. This is the most common type of interstitial lung disease. It is characterized by patchy, progressive, 
bilateral interstitial fibrosis, causing dyspnea. It is more evident in males than it is in females, and most of the patients are above 60 years of age. Repeated cycles of epithelial activation or injury by an unidentified agent. Injury to type 1 pneumocytes, which release TGF-beta-1, which induces fibroblasts to differentiate into myofibroblasts, which then secrete collagen and cause fibrosis. Gross appearance of affected lungs? Cobblestone appearance. The end stage of interstitial lung disease, in general, so not just idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, is alveolar wall collapse, which means clusters of cystic spaces that form lines by either hyperplastic bronchial epithelium or type 2 pneumocyte. This fibrotic cystic change is referred to as honeycomb change or fibrosis, and it is associated with poor prognosis. Signs and symptoms. Most commonly, dyspnea, non-productive cough, corpulmonale, cyanosis, clubbing, and velcro crackles. Progressive muscle weakness in neuromuscular causes. Acute or chronic respiratory failure, also in neuromuscular causes. Idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis can have systemic symptoms like low-grade fever, myalgia, arthralgia, and weight loss. Diagnosis, clinical presentation, physical exam findings, pulmonary findings, velcro crackles, fine or dry crackles, are common in most patients with interstitial disorders. Inspiratory squeaks or late inspiratory high-pitched ronchia in patients with bronchiolitis. Cyanosis at rest, but it's a late manifestation. Digital clubbing, common in patients with idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. Extrapulmonary findings, erythema nodosum and sarcoidosis. Hepatosplenomegaly and lymph adenopathy are signs of systemic sarcoidosis. Uvitis, sarcoidosis or ankylosing spondylitis. Raynaud phenomena, maculopapular rash, connective tissue disease or drug-induced. Routine lab investigations, mainly based on clinical assessment. If autoimmunity is suspected, do autoantibody testing for the suspected autoimmune disease. Anemia may indicate vasculitis. Polycythemia may indicate hypoxemia in advanced cases. High levels of creatine kinase may indicate myositis, causing restrictive lung disease. Imaging either x-ray or CT scan, chest x-ray, diagnostic. Findings for intrinsic disorders. The most common abnormal radiographical pattern is the reticular pattern. In advanced fibrosis, we get honeycombing, and this is usually an indication of poor prognosis. Bilateral hyalur lymphadenopathy suggests sarcoidosis. CT scans are not suitable for all patients because there is high radiation. Pulmonary function test, used for the diagnosis of restrictive lung diseases and to determine the severity. Spirometry and lung volume, 
Restrictive disorders are all associated with a reduction in total lung capacity, functional residual capacity, and residual volume. Decreased forced expiratory volume and forced vital capacity with normal or increased FEV1 to FVC ratio indicates a restrictive pattern. Diffusing capacity of carbon monoxide, or DLCO, used after determining a restrictive pattern in spirometry and lung volume testing. This is the most sensitive parameter. The tool is used to either include or exclude intrinsic lung disease as a cause. A decrease in the diffusion capacity of carbon monoxide indicates intrinsic lung disease, which causes the restrictive pattern. A normal diffusion capacity of carbon monoxide excludes intrinsic causes and includes extrinsic causes. Lung biopsy. It could provide information about the disease activity, exclude neoplastic or infectious processes, and predict the prognosis. Video-assisted thoracoscopic lung biopsy is the preferred method for collecting a lung tissue sample for analysis. When suspecting sarcoidosis, good pasture syndrome, or hypersensitivity pneumonitis, fiber optic bronchoscopy with transbronchial lung biopsy is often the initial procedure of choice. Clinical criteria for making a diagnosis of idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis in the absence of surgical lung biopsy. Major criteria. Exclude other causes of interstitial lung disease like drugs, connective tissue diseases, and environmental exposure. Evidence of restriction on spirometry, pulmonary function test, or impaired gas exchange at rest or with exercise. Bibacillar reticular abnormalities. Transbronchial lung biopsy or bronchoalveolar lavage showing no features to support other diagnosis. Minor criteria. To be aged 50 or above, Incidence of unexplained dyspnea on exertion, illness duration equal to or more than three months, bipazillar inspiratory crackles. Treatment depends on the specific diagnosis. Lifestyle modification, smoking cessation, weight loss. Oxygen therapy, used when oxygen saturation is less than 90%. Preventive therapies. The mainstay treatment of neuromuscular diseases. Treating extrinsic lung disease. Pharmacological therapy. Corticosteroids. They're the first line of therapy and they're the most commonly used. Cytotoxic therapy. Immunosuppressive agents for patients who are not responding to steroids or experiencing side effects. Examples. Methotrexate, azathioprine, or cyclophosphamide. Cyclophosphamide is reserved for fulminant or refractory cases due to its potential serious toxicities. Antifibrotic agents for fibrotic disorders including idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis or surgical treatment and lung transplantation.